dun, dun, dun. Books. I love to read them. Books. They have pages. Books. Filled with words. Books. Books. Hi, Catherine. Hi. Guess what we're going to talk about today? Apparently, the trademark we need to put on that beautiful book song. <laughs> yeah, movies. So, <laughs> yeah, the life cycle of a penguin. <laughs> life cycle of a penguin? What is that even? Um, that, I think we found next week's podcast episode <laughs> to clearly deep dive on the life cycle of a penguin because I couldn't tell you. They are brought into this world. And you know what else is brought into this world? Books. Look at that. <laughs> Which Full is what we're circle. talking about today. That is. That absolutely <laughs> is. How are you doing? Ooh, what a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> we are feeling the feelings these days. Yeah. We are just getting through, figuring out what what the heck we're going to do in 2021. Um, and... Much like we've discussed earlier, we're doing the antithesis of your favorite activity. I finished another puzzle yesterday. Oh, jeez. Oh. Which is, which is quite, quite literally my favorite activity these days, which is funny because you despise puzzles. So Yeah, I, uh, I, I just don't have the patience. I really can't. I, I mean, <laughs> I can't do it by myself for sure. If it's like a group activity, like, yeah, I'll... I'll spend my time looking. I'm not going to put that much effort into it because I'm just so angry. But I'll try to find at least one piece. And then I'll be like, okay, I'm just here for the conversation. <laughs> I think we were off. We, we were chatting last week about this because I had gotten into puzzles recently. And I genuinely wanted to ask you, oh, so what is something you do for fun? Like, let's pivot. Let's talk about something else. He does not like puzzles. <laughs> And so I ask you, okay, so what do you do for fun? And you scoffed and went, <laughs> I go online and I give puzzle makers bad reviews. <laughs> I don't actually, but in my dreams <laughs> I do. It was how quick that joke came off because we were talking about puzzles and you had it right there, ready to go. It made me laugh. It was it was a wonderful, <laughs> it was a really good <laughs> wonderful moment for me so we won't talk about puzzles thank you you're welcome i'm here for you <laughs> well thank you <laughs> talking about books i love books too and you you do i love books do you love books <laughs> i love books <laughs> oh i love books yes i do i love books how about you I love books. Yes, I do. I love books. How about you? I said I love them already. Ah, I... Okay. <laughs> well, okay. Give me a book that you love if you love them so much. How did that cheer end in high school? I don't know. I was hoping you would answer. <laughs> like, wh- now, what did I do wrong? Like, <laughs> someone in the stands of our high schools is going, We love spirit. Yes, we do. <laughs> we love spirit. How about you? just never ends. <laughs> poor person. Just like doomed <laughs> to repeat that for eternity. Well, it's probably two people. They have to go back and forth. They have a buddy. 
unless it's like an echo like they're hearing themselves and they think like it's someone else so they're just all alone in like a gymnasium like doing that cheer i think it was just like a we have spirit how about you and then a long pause yeah <laughs> or that's my oh. that's my take on it that's how i would end that cheer I'd be like, i'll buy it yeah all right we're just gonna or like it's like not knowing what to say in an awkward conversation and you, and you like awkwardly moon, moonwalk out like Nick Miller from New Girl. <laughs> I'm out! <laughs> <laughs> Don't know the reference, but that was a great visual of her moonwalking in her rolly chair out of the <laughs> screen here. Oh. All right. What was your question? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows at this point? You think I have a good memory? I think I asked something about um, what your favorite or what a favorite book or what a good book is. Why do you love books? Give me a book. (laughs) All the questions. Okay. You have asked me 16 questions about books and I will try to answer at least one. My favorite book that I've read is called Oh My Stars. Okay. And it's by Lorna Landvik. And it's a book that I randomly found I believe it was in like a bookstore, a book fair, something like that. I acquired it a long time ago mm-hmm. for no specific reason. So I don't remember how I got it clearly. But I love this book because it is a book about hope. And it's a book about persevering in really, really tough situations. So the main character it opens with her. Like it's a, it's a female. Mm-hmm. And it opens with her having this crazy in- incident happen to her. She has no control over it. She's coming out of like a really... Um, not great home situation. So all the odds are stacked against her. And she just goes out and, and tries to figure it out and tries to pivot and do something different. And everything um, all of a sudden just changes on her again. So as, as she's journeying away, her journey is interrupted and that interruption changes her life for the better. And she ends up living this like really interesting life, meets all these people, but the central theme of it resonates with me, and I've read it a few times, and I always read it very quickly because I really love this book. So, Oh My Stars by Lorna Landvik um, is, is my favorite book. Wow. Yeah. So cool. Do you like, have a favorite book? Yeah. Um, mine's very similar. Um, it's called The Hunger Games. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you laughing over there. But it kind of is similar. Probably not even remotely, though. But, that is um, mahogany. <laughs> that is mahogany. It's only in the movies, not in the books. Um, yeah, I like The Hunger Games just because, like, but, like, in reality, like, I have no idea um, anything about All My Stars. But, like, kind of the central themes you, you were talking about, like a strong female character, um things changing and adapting right even though this is like very fiction very oh i don't know is your is all my stars fiction mm-hmm. okay. yeah to my um, knowledge i'd have to go look at the front cover to see if it's like based on a true story okay yeah um i don't think it is but i it's, it's just interesting because um is it suzanne collins is she the author i'm bad with books oh i think you're right no i think you're okay. right it's just interesting, right? Because she plays with like emotions and thoughts, and like, like I I feel like people in like the Hunger Games like series, people who are in the Hunger Games, were like, oh, is are you Team Peta 
or Team Gale. Obviously, Team PETA is the right team. Oh, but I was like, Team Gale for a very long time. Oh, well, you're wrong. <laughs> it's <laughs> obviously Team PETA. Obviously. <laughs> what? Wait, are you serious? Obviously? Yeah. Gale just got snubbed. He was well, her friend. He was like her friend for such a long time. Okay. And then she, like, obviously sacrificed, was willing to sacrifice herself for her little sister. Yeah. Beautiful story there. Gail was like, okay, cat, okay, catnip, like, yep, you can do this. I'll take care of your family. I will, like, make sure that they're healthy and safe. And Peter was just flung into the Hunger Games with her. Mm-hmm. And he, th- what, he threw her the bread. That's, like, how they remembered each other, mm-hmm. right? Or he had, like, done something for her when she was a kid. Yep, yep. Um, but throughout, like, ugh, I was Team Gail. I just think that, like, they, their friendship was was deeper and, and, like, they had been friends for so long and Gail was willing to protect her family. And then when he, when everything happened to their district, like, he got their family, he got her family out. And, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. All right. Team PETA. That sell makes us. sense. So, well, Team PETA, right? Like, if it wasn't for the Hunger Games, sure. Like, Team Gail. That makes sense, right? Gail's there, like, basically part of the family already right mm-hmm. well so now with the hunger games right Peta is like they're protecting cat catness as well like even though he's just like a rock you know painted rock <laughs> literally painted rocks <laughs> but like the rules of the game made it so that Peta kept catness alive because Peta's likable you know so then they have this bond in the game to get through to survive. And it's just like, it's because of PTSD that they have to be a couple because just like that, like emotionally because of this traumatic event, like they're meant to be together because, you know, she has nightmares in the night and Pete is the one who can comfort her, you know, right. like they have this horrible shared experience together that like for her own like mental state, she needs PETA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the only really gets it. I see that. Yeah. Ugh. I just felt so, so bad for Gail. And I think that that was why I was, I wanted it to be Team Gail because I felt so bad for him because he really, like, he had no control over that situation. Like, he couldn't yeah. have known what it was like inside of the arenas. And he was home, like, trying to take care of her family and then threw himself right in front of the, um, what are they called? They're not stormtroopers, but they're <laughs> peacekeepers. <laughs> peacekeepers. There we go. <laughs> They do look right like stormtroopers. <laughs> they do. They wear all white and they have the big armored trucks and things like that. But so in front, in front of the peacekeeper, mm-hmm. in um, I can't remember. I think that would have been between two and three when like all of the uprisings and everything started to really get out of control for District One, mm-hmm. and he was willing to like sacrifice himself for her again. So I think that Gale really did everything right, and Gale yeah. was like he was just consistently there and really, really tried to be. To Katniss, what he was before the Hunger Games. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think that that ever changed for him. But like you said, it it had it clearly had to change for Katniss. Like, yeah. that was inevitable. In, <laughs> it's inevitable. So yeah. I see that. Okay. Okay. I see you, Team Peta. And like, uh, what I like about the books um, are that the, the books, um, they don't really, they avoid that topic of love, right? Like, Katniss is like, I can't think of this right now. I'm trying to stay alive. And, like, Gail's the one or Peter's the one, like, do you love me? It's like, 
I'm literally trying to stay alive. Like, y'all back off. <laughs> like, I want to live. <laughs> and how interesting is that? Given a woman's role in society. That mm-hmm. she's the one that's like, y'all need to cool it with the feelings. Yeah. Like, shout out to Suzanne Collins for writing a strong female character who is like, hey, you. I'm trying to just live. Mm-hmm. And, and, and as a woman, like, that's just never... It is so rarely the way that the woman is portrayed. So I, I did really appreciate that about Katniss's character. Yeah. 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 Just, yeah. There's just a lot of depth that I think is there. So that's why yeah. I like it. Interesting. I kid you not. I, I was like, ooh, I'm going to ask him a question about his favorite book. And I got out my post-its and my pen <laughs> thinking I would have never heard about this book before. <laughs> of course it was the... <laughs> No, I'm basic, <laughs> so especially when it comes to books. <laughs> well, your favorite book is also your favorite movie series, oh, which makes sense. Yeah. 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 I love the storyline and the content of Harry Potter as well. Mm-hmm. I was very into Harry Potter as a kid. Um, even to this day, they have really great Harry Potter games. So the central theme of Harry Potter... Mm-hmm. And the way that the books were written, the content, sort of that type, that whole universe yeah. is is something I really got into. Um, so I read the books when I was younger. My family had them and we took turns. So my mom, my sister and I all read the same set of books, mm-hmm. which was really fun. And then my mom would, um, if any of my previous teachers are, are ever going to listen to this, my mom would actually, um, she called my teachers in two different grades the one I remember was fifth grade where all of a sudden I got pulled out for what was considered like, Oh, my mom had like an appointment and she needed me to come with. And she had called my teacher and saying that, saying that I had to leave school for the day. And she surprised us by taking us to a Harry Potter screening. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. Yeah. And we had done it a different time where we were, we were allowed to take a sick day that day. So we could all go see, see one of the Harry Potters together. Um, so my, my mom was like really awesome in that respect of just like, you know, it was, it came out when we were in grade school. So for my sister and I, it was very, like, it, it is magic. It was yeah. magical. It was so important to us. Um, so that's something I always think back really, really fondly on is, is how we grew up with Harry Potter and sort of focusing on the content of the books mm-hmm. and, and really staying, keeping that as like the reason that I like them, keeping that my, my experience. Um, Daniel Radcliffe, the guy who plays Harry Potter in the movies, was interviewed recently and he said the one thing you know no matter what happens in the world no matter what things you read on social media or you know different people associated with the movies like regardless of what they do if you don't agree with them if they've done things that are really questionable like your relationship to these books they can't take that away from you Mm. they don't control that and I really liked that and Mm -hmm. it felt so true to sort of my experience with it um yeah yeah that's so So, cool (laughs) yes a huge, huge like, Harry Potter fan. And I, I, I don't know. I would say the movies are great, too. I really mm-hmm. enjoyed them as well. Yeah. And it, it, yeah. Like you said, like that world is just so like built out and so magical. And it's like, it's so cool that it's something that you share with your family, too. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, do you have a favorite book out of the Harry Potter series? I... What, are there Love seven the f- or eight? Oh, gosh. Great question. Seven books, eight movies. Okay. 
They split. They split the last book into two movies, part okay. one and part two, which is um, which was a good choice. There's a lot to wrap up, but mm-hmm. <laughs> um, do I have a favorite book? My favorite book is the third book when he meets his uncle. Um, okay. Serious Black. I really mm-hmm. enjoyed that one and sort of Professor Lupin and how he's a you know how they're shapeshifters. Um, I believe the term is animagus. I don't. I know. I don't need to come up with this term. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. Um, but they 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 could shapeshift. These people could become animals. Could come back again, and then sort of that relationship between Harry Potter and his uncle. And like, I um I I loved the storyline of the third, and sort of the character development in that one. Looking back on it, this is not what I thought about at all. But coming at it. Mm-hmm. In my in my twenties, I know that that's like oh this this stick out this sticks out to me is why it was my favorite. Um, but movie wise, the fifth one is my favorite. Okay, so what's what's the fifth one? The fifth movie? one is the Order of the Phoenix. So that's where they have the secret house that they can go to to have like their meetings. Oh, so there's a house mm-hmm. that grows in the movies. It's it's visually depicted as it like magically grows in between two. Um, sort of apartment or housing complexes and this one like magically appears and that's where they have their meetings to fight against he who must not be named um (laughs) and which is funny because my manager at work will refer to people that are not great to work with as they who must not be named like he or she who must not be named they'll just be like people we don't like nowadays But that was my favorite movie. I think that it's great to to visually see that. And then all of, again, with like Luna and they all go together and they all go to the Ministry of Magic. And yeah, it's a, it's a very cool, it's a very cool world. And, and we went, (laughs) we went to Harry Potter. Now, is it Harry Potter land or what is it considered? I don't know. I call it Harry Potter world, but uh, yeah, Universal in LA, right? Yeah. So we went there and we waited in line playing like Connect Four oh, connect on your four. phone. You're right. For two and a half, almost three hours, I think <laughs> we waited to get on the Harry Potter ride. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and we went in and I was so naive. I'm like, no way. This is not going to take three hours. And I had no flipping idea how long those lines were. And like they just kept weaving and weaving and like. <laughs> I such a long time. I just yeah, I couldn't believe either. Like no. <laughs> there's no way. Like we are now those people who waited two and a half hours for a ride. <laughs> yep. We are. Now did you get a wand? No, you you were gifted a wand. You have a wand. I but it was a gift. Yep. Uh because okay. I went kind of a few weeks before, I think. Cause we got like a year past that year, because it's like, oh, we're gonna go and then uh, you and I went, and then another group of friends were going to go. So, yeah. I oh, had the wand funny. that I brought that we could do magic. Yeah. That was interactive. There's so much now. There's, I mean, it's lit- it just became a phenomenon, ob- like, obviously. And oh, there's yeah. so much you can do now with it. And Yeah. I have a goal. I would love to go and visit the, um, I think they do tours of, like, some of the filming or places that they filmed or they have, like, a museum in, in England that you can go visit. Oh, but really? I'd, yeah. And I'd really like to do that someday. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah. 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 I'll buy two plane tickets and I'll just pack you up. And make you oh, <laughs> just like that. That's fine. <laughs> yep. 
just toss you in my toss you in my in my carry on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I no. wouldn't fit, but <laughs> thanks for the thought. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. What about you? Was there anything outside of the Hunger Games like growing up? Because the Hunger Games for us was mm-hmm. college, right? Yeah. I Yeah. For the Hunger Games, yeah, I it was I had to read the Hunger Games for college. It was a school assignment, so I'm like thankful for school, I suppose. <laughs> really? Is that how you got introduced to it? Yeah. It <gasps> was insane. Yeah, I I spent late nights. I've never read a book like late at night, like not going to sleep, except for the Hunger Games. Like I would stay up and like blow through my assignments because I love the game too much. Uh, the game, goodness, the book too much. <laughs> that's awesome. I didn't yeah. realize that's how you got introduced to it. Yeah. No, just random. It was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, did you ask for a second book though? I just oh, asked if there was anything when you were growing up. Yeah, that you really liked, like books or, or something like that. Yeah. I don't think I believed in books growing up. what i'm joking but i don't think i (laughs) i think it was very okay so you know how i'm we talked about this on the pack podcast (laughs) what (laughs) we talked about this on the podcast um (sighs) where about music right where if people recommend music to me i'm like it's gonna be horrible but like obviously i like it but for some reason i'm just so standoffish I think Don't I tell me to live my life. Yeah. I think it was the same thing with books. So I... Oh, oh no, no, no. I remember now. <gasps> Lights are coming on. Okay. So I believe his name is... The author is either Alex... No, It's either Alex or Anthony Horowitz. Horowitz. And, okay. Oh, and he wrote the Alex Writer series. Um, like Point Blank skeleton key and not the movie which okay tangent so there's a movie called the skeleton key that um is like a, a very scary haunting movie yes um with and, kate hudson right oh i don't know people that's irrelevant information please continue <laughs> and we had to do book reports in like seventh grade and this one girl's like oh and i did mine on like point blank which is one of anthony horowitz's uh books and she's like oh yeah i did mine on skeleton key which is another <gasps> book of his, but she did it based off the movie, and the book is definitely 100% not the movie. So during the whole presentation, I'm like, you did not read this book. This is not. <laughs> but I didn't turn her in. <laughs> How noble of you. <laughs> I was. Very, she is very kind. She probably would have failed that. Because I'm like, I absolutely know 100%. Because... So these books, okay, growing up, getting back on topic, um, these books uh, is about like a, a kid spy who like it's kind of blackmailed into being a spy, I think. <laughs> it's okay. really dramatic. But yeah, it's just like a, a he's a kid, no one expects him, and he's a spy, and he like saves the world all the time, and he doesn't want to be a spy. It, I don't know, such a great series. So yeah, I don't know. It's so great. And for not believing in books... You found something that worked. Yeah. And I think part of me wanted to be a spy too. You know, like, oh, I'm a secret teenager in school. No one likes me. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm going to be a spy. <laughs> That's exactly how you become a spy. A kid spy. Yes. But yes. I was that way with Nancy Drew books. Okay. Well, I, I don't loved... know. Oh, 
Nancy Drew, she was like the secret detective. So she, so Ooh. Nancy Drew, I remember, oh boy. I remember walking into the library and going back into the section that had all the Nancy Drew books and they all were had yellow bindings, like bright yellow bindings. And there would be like 20 of them. Oh, wow. And they were, yeah, they were like little chapter books and things like that. Um, but these books were all about detective work and how like Nancy Drew sort of like saves the day or finds out what the mystery is and finds out all these different things. And I loved it. I was like, ooh, what's Nancy going to discover next? Or like, what's this like big scandal that she's got to figure out? And so sort of sort of a spy, I guess, more, more, I don't know, spy versus a detective. That's an interesting concept. Like a spy is just there to like watch and the detective is there to like noodle around. A, I, I feel like a spy is also like a fighter where a detective is just looking around and reporting. Is that okay. wrong? See, this is like in my head, I'm thinking... <laughs> Okay, I think Nancy would be considered a t- detective. Okay. So, for the sake of noodling around, Nancy's a noodler. <laughs> she noodled, man. <laughs> Spiral, straight, uh, wagon wheel. Yes. When you say wagon wheel, I only picture you dancing to JLo's song and like whipping your Oh, the arm windmill? <laughs> the windmill that I do? Your windmill. That's what it's called. Mm-hmm. Not a wagon wheel. Well, I'm glad multiple yeah. words remind you of it. <laughs> it's a very, it's a very fun experience. So lots of things remind me of that. <laughs> but I like that we were both in a spy books. You were into your little like, um, well, what was what was the author's name again? Horowitz. Uh, yeah, I think Anthony is his Anthony first name. Anthony Horowitz, and I couldn't tell you who wrote the Nancy Drew series, but there were lots of them, and I would always go and check out a new one and try and try and read them all when I was. When I was in school, too. How fun. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And when we were little, you had to, like, check out books, and you had the little card, and they mm-hmm. stamped the date on it. and <laughs> It was so cool. Oh, did you get to self-stamp? I don't know why I got so excited about that. But I think <laughs> we got to self-checkout. <gasps> really? Yeah, because the... And then, right, you couldn't push too hard because the date... Oh, that stamp was so complicated. To be a librarian. I know. In like the early 2000s. Yeah. Man. Yeah. This was like just post card catalogs too. So they had actually like gotten all of their stuff online where you could like look up where the book was in the library. I feel like I had to use the card catalog a few times actually. I had to use it. I had to use it in college, which is funny. What? They just hadn't. For certain sections, they hadn't like... I remember, and it wasn't like the whole of it was had was on a card catalog, but there were still card catalogs like near there that I remember hmm. I could like rifle through and just. I think they were per section, just for fun. I don't know; they still have them, but <laughs> it, the research stuff that hadn't changed in twenty years, <laughs> like all the old articles that were written. Come spend time in the card great. catalog. <laughs> I mean, it was a really immersive research experience. <laughs> Oh my god! But now I remember on at at school in our library, um, oh, in the book fair. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> book fair, law. Oh my god! Oh, my favorite day. I went for the spy toys and the magic toys, not even for the books. <laughs> <laughs> 
don't think I I think maybe once I got a book from book fair but otherwise it was just the toys <laughs> oh my gosh I don't even I I didn't go for the spy toys I know that much I didn't I can picture it, but I can't picture what I came out with. My mom was like, so my mom worked nights. So a lot of times she had the daytimes free to like come on the field trips and do. It's why she could take us to the movies right during the middle of the day as well. Mm -hmm. So, so she would also volunteer for some of these things. Um, And I remember her working at the book fairs. So I don't think I would have been allowed to like come home with spy toys. (laughs) She would, I don't think she would have maybe let that happen, but maybe that's where I got my book, my favorite book. Oh, my stars. Maybe it was a book fair. (laughs) Yeah, who yeah. knows who knows but, yeah we used to have it in like the hallway and it was just magical because you walk past the same thing every day as a kid and then all of a sudden it's like this whole universe and like books and toys and all this stuff all this new stuff yeah yeah oh man i haven't thought about a book fair and so i know <laughs> do they still have them is that still a thing i, I don't know i would I hope so yeah. it was so much fun <laughs> Granted, we didn't have, we wouldn't have had all of the tech, technological versions of books. So we didn't have iPads mm-hmm. or anything like that. So we would, so a lot of that content you can download now, like the games and stuff. We wouldn't have had Kindles or e-readers back then. So I don't know. Maybe they adapt it so you still have books. I still buy books. Yeah. Um, nowadays, I've bought a few books this past year. I probably um, buy more books now than before. Well, also, I didn't have money before as a human, and now as an adult who works. Right, right. We're spending our money on books. Look at us go. <laughs> We're so studious. <laughs> what What was the most recent book you bought? Ooh, Nellie. Um, what about you? Because mine was a long a time ago. I, it was probably... A very long time ago. Because, okay, well, I'll say I bought Ben. So do you know the Love, Simon movie? I do. I know of it. I have not seen it. Um, It's based off a book called, like, Simon versus the Homo Sapien Agenda, I think it's called. I don't okay. know the author. Um, but I bought those books for Ben. And I um, that one. And also I bought, um, oh, with, uh, I don't know his name. Timothée Chamolet. Timothy? Timothée? Timothy. Oh, okay. I don't know why it was Timothy. Timothy. What's the movie he's in? <laughs> Call Me By Your Name. Yes. And I bought him that book too. So I read... Uh, uh, <laughs> Which is funny. Sorry. Keep going. I'll, uh, and, and I'll... <laughs> Sorry. Uh, nope. I'm going to interrupt you. <laughs> he's been in so many good movies, but I knew the one that you were thinking of. Because that was kind of what got him on, like, in the spotlight. But he's he's done, like, six of them since. He's a very busy man. But Really? Yes. Yes. Oh, gosh. Yes. He's had a very good career in like five years. Shows <laughs> what I know. Yeah. Um, Anyways, so Call Me By Your Name is yes. the movie that we were both thinking of. But I read the Love, Simon one. So I wanted to read the Call Me By Your Name one um, next. But that's probably wow. the one I bought the most recent in quotes that I've read is the Love, Simon one. The Love, Simon book. Okay. Call Me oh. By Your Name is visually one of the most beautiful movies oh, I've ever seen. Absolutely. <laughs> we should do oh my gosh like just i think most of it is just looking at like 
I think they were in France or Southern Italy or something like that along mm-hmm. the coast. And just like the landscapes and the music and the cinematography, it all won awards for good reason. It's so good. Well, we walked down the aisle to one of the songs from Call Me By The Name. By the name. <laughs> <laughs> Call me by your name. <laughs> Call me by the name. Frank. <laughs> that is the name I'm choosing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> So yeah, Call the music is the so name. beautiful. Did you really? Yeah, it was it was a slower version though. It was the do 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 do. Um, uh, something of love, mystery of love, it's called. Oh. Um, but it was like it was slowed down. That my aunt played us down the aisle, which was also amazing and incredible. So. Oh my gosh. Um, oh, that's very cool. I didn't yeah. I, because it was slowed down. I probably well also I was like so emotional that day <laughs> yeah <laughs> that i don't remember i don't remember the wait the what we walked well you guys would have walked down the aisle too but that's super cool yeah oh my goodness i and i forget i forget it was a book first yes i think by a straight man no i don't know i'm spreading lies rumor is the devil's telephone best to just hang up Gossip, gossip. I really wanted to just like hard stop the podcast right there. <laughs> the, the phrase is just gossip. an Irish goodbye after Irish that goodbye. comment. <laughs> what insight to write something, write content like that? That's fair. Not, not firsthand experience, so I, I can I can see why that might be troublesome. Mm-hmm. But anywho, um, anywho, wait, we got to find out. Um, the most recent book that you've read that you've bought. Oh, that I've read that I've bought. Okay, because this I bought a book for someone else. I just gifted someone a book, so that was going to be my answer. Oh, okay, give me that then. What book? It should have you- arrived. I I gifted <laughs> Untamed to a friend of mine. It should have like I I didn't tell her I mailed it to her, but I had talked about it with her, and she was like, Oh, okay, I'll check it out. And then I went and I bought it for her. And I was like, well, now you're really going to check it out. It's on its way to you. Um, well, that's kind of you. What, what's Untamed? I don't know what that is. Genuinely? Yeah, absolutely. I'm not joking oh my goodness. for once in my life. Untamed is, a, is, I believe, it came out last year. And it's written by Glennon Doyle. And, and she is an author who, who started to come onto the scene in the last few years, after writing oh, another book, another book she wrote is called Love Warrior. And these are both sort of, they're, they're memoirs, personal autobiographies. They're about her life. And she has overcome a lot. And she has dealt with addictions, diseases, mental illness, these things like that. It was going through life... Um, figuring it out up until a certain point she was just like this is me this is who i am in high school she sought help and and got some of the help she needed for it but it wasn't until later in life when all of a sudden she randomly filled out a questionnaire about like tell us 20 things about yourself you know those random like facebook quizzes or things like that mm-hmm. and you just like list off 20 things no one knows about you sure and she was deeply personal about them and she wrote all these things like, I'm, a, I've, I'm a, an addict, I'm recovering, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this. And for whatever reason, it just took off. And, and no one knew this about her. And her sister reached out to her and, and sort of got her on this path. And she was like, keep writing. People want to hear from you. 
So she started a blog. And from that blog, she started writing books, became an author, and on a book tour, met her now wife. And so their story, their story blossoms in Untamed. And that's where she talks about meeting her wife and how that happened and sort of the culmination of like how to handle those feelings later in life when you have a family and kids and you have to make a really personal choice. And so Untamed is all about like unlocking your truest potential of like getting brave and putting yourself first and and how that deeply hurts but also has the greatest reward because it's pers- it's you it's what you want to do. And this book is dynamite. It's so good. It's very it was really well received. It was like a New York Times bestseller. Um but it came out earlier and she was just about to start a book tour before the pandemic hit or was like on it in the middle of it something like that when the mm-hmm. pandemic hit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Wow. That sounds yeah, that sounds like really good. Mm-hmm. Yes. The way it the way it writes and reads is really awesome. It's it's like smaller chapters. It's like four like probably four to six pages of just sort of a central theme or topic. And then she mm. talks about it and some like gives an example from her life of something that relates to that. And a phrase that came out of it is like, You're a goddamn cheetah. <laughs> and that comes from a time where she went to the zoo and saw this exhibit of a cheetah that was sort of like it wasn't meant to be in a zoo and she saw right through it and the cheetah knew it. And, and so it's sort of like, you know, un- unleashing your, your fullest potential. You're a goddamn cheetah. Go be a cheetah. Yeah. Like run free kind of a thing. So huh. yeah, that's what untamed is. And I loved that book. It was a very fast read. Just like the hunger games, right? Like up late at night, can't mm-hmm. really put it down. So that's super yeah. cool. Yeah. I'll that is check it out. That So that was the last book I gifted. And the last book I read that I bought was All About Love by Bell Hooks. And that is a book I've been reading for a while. <laughs> <laughs> a very slow read um, because, well, there's a lot that's been going on. Um, has <laughs> so been. It just has just a few things. But this book, oh, this book is awesome too. Um Bell Hooks, the author, has written a lot of other stuff. But this book, All About Love, every chapter is sort of a different way that love manifests itself in your life through grief, friendship, community, intimate relationships, whatever it may be. It's um, it's her perspective on how love has to, has to be present for things to... Um, not to work cohesively, but it's like, you know, you can't really find success without love being present in this. You can't build a community without love being the leading factor. You're through grief. Your love for that person means that they never actually leave you, which really helped like really hit home for me and sort of in a way that I'm processing grief. Um, and that mindset of welcoming grief as an old friend rather than continuously being scared of it. Hmm. Um, so it was really, she painted a really interesting picture and, and gives good thought about how, you know, movies and sort of pop culture depicts death as this like big scary thing and it doesn't have to be. So wow, that is a, that is a very deeply intellectual book yeah. uh, about love. So yeah, That's that was so the last cool. book I bought that I, I'm almost done with. We're so close. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's yeah. awesome. Wow. Mm-hmm. Now I got some good suggestions. Yeah. Yes. If you end up picking up any of these. I'm going to look into the Anthony Alexander Horowitz 
Uh, I think Anthony. Anthony. <laughs> we'll find out <laughs> after that. We will. I'm so sorry. We're so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make sus us. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> we need a fact checker of like, here, I'm going to help you and just give you all of the names and terms you couldn't come up with. There. <laughs> I've seen this in other podcasts, and I was like, who can we hire? Because we definitely need that person. Or just a disclaimer, like, everything you hear is a lie. Just, like, strap in. It's entertainment. Get ready. Add that. Add that to the intro immediately once we're done. (laughs) (laughs) Disclaimer, we are not telling truths. We have no idea what we're doing. (laughs) Good luck. (laughs) Isn't that the truth? Uh, Whoa. Absolute loot. Yes. Well, hopefully 2021, I'm hoping to read more books. I have a bunch yeah. of books downstairs. I, I don't know. Maybe a lot of people have this, the books that just never got read or like someone recommends and you're like, oh, I should check that out. And then you don't. I've got like a bunch of those stacking up. So hmm. here's to books. Should we, ooh, oh. should we end with our, our book song? <laughs> yes. Should we bring, bring her back? If I can remember it. You literally said books seven times. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if it was seven. Again, I'm lying. We're just lying all the time. Here we go. Books. We talked about them. Books. And read them. Books. And we're gonna read some more. Books. But it's gonna be great. Books.